Okay, Tov, and welcome back to our ongoing series of Shiorim and Dafyomi. We are now in Masachet Yevamot Daf Ayin Bed Amud Aleph, right near the bottom. Um, and we are going to reanalyze the bright that we used at the end of this podcast, <clears throat> Amar Mar. Right after the line starts, the Ravuna Yuvta, Amar Mar, Tum Tum Eno Ochel Betruma. That's the first clause. Nashav avadam avadav ochlim. His wives, how could a tumtum have wives? We'll get to that in a minute. And his servants do eat truma. There's a tumtum, obviously, there's a coin. Nashav the tumtum minale. How could a tumtum have wives? Elam at a kadish, if you're going to tell me that he gave kedushin. Tanik tumtum shekidesh, kedushav kedushin. Because we see that a tumtum gives kedushin, kedushin are valid. We mean, we mean that he needs to give her a get free because of the suffix. Um, also, if he accepts Kiddushin, it's valid because the same problem is a Sufik We only think that that means the Chumra. When do we say that if Tumtum is Makadish woman, she's considered his wife as far as rights go? So, Miamrina and Sufik Isha. After all, he's a Suffolk Isha, and an Isha could not be Makadesh and Isha, so, uh, so certainly there should be no rights. There's two answers to this. Amar Bayek, Shabitzav, Nikarot, Bachutz. It's a Tumtum who does have some genitalia showing, so uh, we lean towards treating him as a man. Rav Amar, my Nashav, what does Nashav mean? Imo. It doesn't mean his wives, but rather his mother. Now, this is difficult on two levels. First of all, Nashav almost always refers to wives, always does. Second of all, it's in the plural. You can have more than one wife, you can't have more than one mother. mother. But uh, this is Rafa. So, Ima, Ima Pshita, so it's clear this man has his mother eat. Me, his mother is about Yisrael, married a coin. And the only child she had was this tumtum, and the coin died. So, certainly, this tumtum, who's a coin, uh, allows her to eat. We raise a somewhat seemingly weak half amino. Why we would think perhaps that she doesn't eat because only if she gives birth to someone who can reproduce, then he can have her feed, and if not, not. not. So now Abaye says we're talking about a tumtum who is really we were treating him as a man, and uh, so for what purpose is a tumtum? That's a different question. Rava says that it's a full tumtum. One who eats refers to his mother. Now, Toshma, Tumtum eno ochel lo bechuma v'lo bechodshi. We have a brighter that says that Tumtum does not eat truma or kodshi. So now, Bishlam alabaye, Tana Reisha, Aurel, Vadai, Uktani Seifa, Sofik, Aurel. Now, Abaye, remember, we had we mentioned this in the previous podcast, this brighter that we had mentioned Tumtum not eating truma twice. According to Abai, it makes sense, because the first tumtum we're talking about, which mentioned wives, is a tumtum that's really vada uh, RL because he's uh, treating like a man, and he doesn't have a brit milah. And then the tumtum at the end is a regular tumtum, who's a suffix RL. El Rava, tumtum to say falamali. But according to Rava, why do you have to mention the tumtum twice? After all, Rava says the tumtum throughout the Brita is the same kind of person. So why mention twice that he can't eat truma? So my tumtum RL. So, Hashna Safik Orel Ochel Vadi Vadi Orel Ochel? 
So you're going to tell me that what tumtum means in the Seifa, it really refers to an RL? Well then, if a Suffolk RL can't eat, certainly a Vade RL can't eat. So the answer is Matam Kamar. According to Rava, the way the Brite works is that the first clause in it that says a tumtum does not eat truma is, uh, is then explained by the Seifa that says a truma can't eat, uh, a tumtum can't eat truma kochi. Matam tumtum eno ochel betruma, nesha Suffolk RL it's almost as if you have to read the word RL in place of tumtum in the Seifa. Because we know an RL can't eat kachim that we know from Korban Pesach. And so um, a, a, a tumtum cannot eat kachim. He can't eat truma either. And therefore the tumtum mentioned in the first part cannot eat, not because there's something else wrong with him, not because a woman can't eat or a suffix, because he's a suffix RL. Now, let's go back to Ravuna's halacha. It said that a mashuch, somebody whose meal has overgrown, uh, cannot eat truma midra bonan. Mashuch v'gershin gayer mahul v'katan she'avars mano. So you have a mashuch, a ger that converted, but he was already circumcised, a katan that is beyond, you know, that is uh, beyond the eighth day. V'sharkol animolim v'atu yemishi yesh lo shtei orlot or anybody else who's nimol, which does not mean a regular milah, as you'll see in a minute, but it's somebody who's doing an abnormal milah. Such as somebody who has two orlot, a non nimolin elabayom. And so, somebody who has two orlot, that's kind of like a case of mashuk, when we already mentioned mashuk explicitly. Their mila has to be bayom, which makes it sound as if mila of mashuk is da'oraita. Rabbi says that when you do mila bismano on the eighth day, it has to be bayom. After that, it can be bayom falayla. And he seems to be commenting on the other statements here also. Right. So now, my love, Bakim Palki, don't we say that this is the Machlok Mar, Savar Mashuch to Oraita, Mar Savar Mashuch to Rabbanan? Tanakhama must hold that Mashuch to Oraita, and therefore the same rules apply. And the rule of Bayom, as you see in the Pasuk on the page, Bayom Ashmini, applies to this Milah also, and it must be done. And Rabbalah's Mashiman must say Mashuch is Rabbanan, and therefore Bayom doesn't apply. You just have to take care of Peter Rabbanan. Think about that. How can you say in this Brita that the ones who Rabbalozov of Shimon says you can do at night are Durabanan? After all, one of them included is Katan Shavar's Mano, meaning a Katan after the eighth day. Is there anybody in the world who would say that that's Durabanan? Certainly a Katan has to be today, and that's Doraita. The answer is everybody agrees that Mashuk is Durabanan. Katan Shavar's Mano Doraita. Right? In other words, Brightas a mixed bag, and it includes some Dravonans and some Doraitas, but all of them need Mila. This is the Machlok Because the Pasuk says, Uvayom Ashmini. Bayom Ashmini tells doing it on the Shmini as Bayom. Vidarshan, the Uvayom Ashmini is saying that the, even if it's done on a different day, it still has to be Bayom or not. Meaning, their question simply is, is Mila something which by definition is a mitzvah shal yom, as the Mishnah Megillah seems to indicate, or is it a special halacha that when you're doing it by yom ashmini, it has to be by yom, and after that, any other kind of milah um, can be done in a day or night. Just as, as this following story, Rabbi Yochanan was teaching, he taught, notar bizmano in nisuafel abayom. If you have notar, korban, let's say a korban shlom, so you can eat it today, tonight, and tomorrow till the end of the day. Then afterwards, you have to burn it. When do you burn it? You burn it the next morning, the third morning. 
right? So then it burned, burned during the day. Shalobis went over, let's say for some reason, let's say the third morning was young. Nisraf bin Bayom bin Balayla. Then you can burn it at night also. Pasuk says, Bayom Hashlishi, Bayish Sarei. Right, the Miltar, look at the second Pasuk on the page. The eighth of Erev Balazar, Rabbi Yochanan, so Balazar walked in and he challenged Rabbi Yochanan and said, Bayom Minayim, Bayom, I'm sorry, Eliyala, Nimol Lishmini. The Rabbi Lazar challenged Rabbi Yochanan his ruling about Notar from ruling about, about Pripula. He said, all I know is that Nimol Shmini has to be Nimol Bayom. Shein Nimol Ela Bayom. Minayin the Rabbi Tisha Lassar, Lachar Lassar, Lashem Lassar. How do I know if somebody's Nimol on a later day than that? Talmud Lomar, Uvayom. Uvayom. Right? So now. Filu, so now. The question is, Rabbi Yochanan accept that? Because when it comes to Notar, it doesn't say Uvayom, it says Bayom. Filu Mandalo Darish Vav. Vav Darish. Right? So even if you say Uvayom, Uvayom, and you don't say that the Vav is significant, here it's Uvayom, which is really Vehayom, so it's a Vav and a Hehaidiyah, they will accept that that extends it. Even if you don't accept that Vav normally, nonetheless, in the case of Mila, you will accept that it extends to two other. Good. Isht. So that was Rabbalaz's argument. Rabbi Yochanan said nothing. So after a blazer left, our mother of Yochanan, Rosh Lakish, Yochanan turned to Rosh Lakish. He said, I see that the blazer of Padat is darshaning like Moshe Piagvurat. He's very impressed. Rosh Lakish, he said, is that really his own learning? It's a brighter. Where is it found? It's in Tarat Kohanim, the Drash Halachan. So he went and he learned all of Torah Kohanim for three days. He viewed it for three months until he really did Torah Kohanim. He was so impressed. This is what the core is. He found a Torah Kohanim. Okay, good. So that's the story with uh, Mashuch. We say that Mashuch is Rabbanon, and there's not a, it's not an issue of Machloket. The Machloket simply is, is Mila always Bayom, or is Mila only Bayom when it's a normal Mila? Good. So that's uh, that fetish. Now, next, Amar Abelazer. Orel Shehiza Hazaato Kshira. If an Orel does Hazaa, the Mechatat and Paraduma, it's valid. How do I know? Just like a Tvulyom. This is a very famous Mishnah Masachat Parad that the Dafka makes somebody do the Tvulyom, do the Kiddush Mechatat of the Paraduma in order to counter the stupid position that said it has to be done. Good. So in any, any case, since Tvul Yom can uh, perform the uh, the Hazah, so an RL can also. Even though a Tvul Yom is not allowed to eat Truma until that night, remember Tvul Yom, somebody who's Tameh, and on the last day of Tuma, let's say a Tuma Cher, it's a Tuma Derek, during the day he goes to the Mikvah. By the time he goes to the Mikvah until nightfall, he's a Tvul Yom. Tvul Yom is not allowed to eat Truma. Nonetheless, Kosher Papara, he's allowed to do the Hazah Papara. Now, Malatvul Yom Shkin Mutabamaiser. Wait a second. Tvul Yom is allowed to be Maiser. RL, as we will see uh, at the end of this uh, this piece, uh, it's questionable whether or not he can eat Maiser. Not so clear. Now, Atu Anamach, look, I'm reading Wait a second. That has nothing to do with the issue. We're not discussing his eating of Truma and saying a Tvul Yom is not allowed to eat Truma and RL, uh, 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 sorry, Tvul Yom is not allowed to eat Truma. And, uh, but he's allowed to do the para. We're not talking about achila. 
We're talking about Nigiya, about touching, because after all, the issue of Mechatat is not as eating it, but it's touching. The true Matful Yom is not allowed to touch Truma. It's Tame. Mutter Bepara, he's allowed to do the Hazar. Aurel Shemutter Benegiyah, and Aurel certainly allowed to touch Truma. He's not allowed to eat it. Enodin Shemutter Bepara. Good. Tanyamiach, we have a bright that supports it. It says, Aurel Shehiza, Hazatok Sherab, and Aurel's Hazar is kosher. And there is even a case that happened. And Aurel gave Hazar Bepara Duma, and the Chacham said it's valid. Now, Meitive, we're going to challenge this with the following. Tumtum, we'll go back to our Tumtum. Shekidesh, Kiddusha, Pasul. But this is now not Kiddushin of uh, marriage, but rather Kiddush, meaning Tumtum did the uh, the Kiddush Mechatat, brought the, the Mayim into the Eifer and mixed them together. Neshu Safek Orel. So if a Tumtum, who is always going to be classified as a Safek Orel, because there's no way to circumcise him, and he may be a man, if a Tumtum does Kiddush Mechatat, um, that is invalid because it's Safek Aurel. The Aurel Pasal the Kaddish, and Aurel's not allowed to. So you see a challenge that we said in Aurel's Kiddush and Hazar, which go together, is invalid. Androgynos, Kiddush, Kiddush, Kosher. But an Androgynos, who is hermaphrodite and then therefore has a Brit Bila, uh, is Kosher. Ryodomer, Af Androgynos, Kiddush, 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 Ryodomer disagrees and says an Androgynos is also invalid. Why? Nation Safek Ishab, Ishab, Suf, and Kaddish. He has a different reason, not because of RL. But Androgynos, as the whole Brighta at the end of uh, Masech Purim uh, teaches, is considered a Suffolk Isha, Suffolk Isha. And since according to Rabbi Yehuda, as we'll see in a couple moments, Isha is not allowed to do the Kiddush Mechatat. Therefore, an Androgynos also is not allowed to. miha RL the Suffolk RL Pasul One thing that comes very clear from here is everybody agrees that an RL is not allowed to do Kiddush Mechatat. So, so that challenges what we just said, that an RL is allowed to. Rabbi is teaching. Rabbi the one who learned that an RL is not allowed, is using Rabbi Akiva's leader. If you go back to the beginning of the parak and recall, we asked, why is an RL not allowed to eat Shuma? We had two leaders. Rabbi Eliezer, it's not Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Eliezer, and Rabbi Akiva. Eliezer, who learned it from, um, from uh, Toshavasachim. And Rabbi Kiva learns it from Ish Ish. Now, Ish Ish, if you look at the page of the Pasuk, talks about Tuma, and the Ish Ish extends it to Orla, Orla, which means that Orla seems to be sort of a sister or a drag along of Tuma. Right? The Marbile la Orel Kitame, Rabbi Kiva, right? Tanya Rabbi Kiva, Mer, Ish Ish, to about Orel. And the Pasuk is about Tuma. So therefore, just, so therefore, we would say certainly, just like a Tame, not to Paraduma, similarly, an Aurel Mechatat, if I put Aurel in the category of Tomei, which would be following Rabbi Kiva's Drasha. Now, I'm a Rav. So Rav said, I was sitting in front of Yosef, the Kashali, and I, I, I didn't like this, this uh, I was bothered by this. Why? Because, So therefore, the Tana should never leave it out. Every time that it says Tomei can't do something, it should say Aurel also. And always say that that is according to Rabbi Kiva. In other words, instead of saying in all sorts of places, Tommy can't do something and leaving out RL and then patch it in, say it's it's uh, RL and Tommy as Rabbi Kiva. We do have an example in Chagiga where he says RL and Tommy are exempt from Aliyah uh, Regel. That has nothing to do with the inherent Tuma. That's because they're not Ra'ui to come before a first bar. That's a separate issue. 
Now, so now we go back to Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbanan about the Kiddush Mechata. Just to wrap this up before we get to Rabbanan, what this means is that the, according to the school of Rabbi Akiva, RL, in the case of Paradu, not according to, sorry, take it back, we've, we've rejected, this is not the school of Rabbi Akiva. What we said really is that there is a rejection of the position that an RL can do, Hazad Mechatat. Because there's a special chumrah by paradum that an RL cannot do, and that's why Tumtum do not, um, because he's a Sophic RL. Good. Um, now, Va'azdullah Tamayu, Rabbi Yun Rabbanan, disagreement about Hazar, a woman doing Hazar, follows the, the, the reason. Tanya, Hakog, Sherim Kadesh, everyone is allowed to do Kiddush Mechatat, Chutz Vechevashet Vakat. Tanakama says, only those who are otherwise invalid for anything else, Chevashet Vakatan, are not allowed to do Kirish Mechatat, a woman may, for androgynous, etc. Mihura Machshur Bekatan, Uposobisha. So he flips it, he says, a katan may, and that we will not look at, but he does say that a woman can. Right? Uvandroginos, and he also invalidates an androgynous for the same reason, a Safek Isha. Now, my time with the Rabbanon, why did the Rabbanon say that a Nisha may, Tirtiv, Balakhula, Tamemi, Afar, Sefada, Chata? Look at the Pasuk on the page. You'll see that a few psukim earlier it says Vasaf Ish Tahor. In Masachet Yoma we say Vasaf Ish Tahor. The Ish means Ish Velo Katan. So the collection of the Eifer must be done by a Gadol. And then the pasuk says Vlakhula Tamei Afar Sefer Chatan. Then you have to take the Afar, which is the Eifer, and put it into water. Hanach the Pasli Basifa Psulin Mikidush. Vlakhu. It's almost as if saying they, those people who were allowed to collect the collection, can do the Kiddush. Anyone who wasn't allowed to do the collection, in other words, a katan, because it says ish, uh, may not do the kiddush. Right? So Rabbi Yehuda, Marlacha, So then it should say, Valakach. You're going to say it's the same person who's doing the yisuf, does the kiddush, so it should say in the singular, Valakach. My Valakhu, I didn't say in the plural. But even those who were invalid over there for collecting the affair are kosher here for mixing with the water. So that's why it says in the plural. It's like there's more people in this parsha. Yach Isha Nami, so why don't you extend it to Isha? She says, Venatan. He says, Venatan al Mayuchayim. Velo Natna. It's like we say, He shall give. Right? Which means it should have said, Venatnu, plural. And then we would know that whole group. It says, Venatan is if to say only a man could. Rabbanan ikti v'lakach v'natan. So the Rabbanan say, you know, that's no good because if it had said v'lakach v'natan, I would think that it has to be done by one person, by another person, who, who, who does the shpritzing. That's why it said v'lakachu. Tell me it can be done by two. And if it said v'lakachu v'natnu, which is what you want, Rabbi tray. I would think that you need two and another two to participate. Therefore, the Torah mixed the plural and singular. That even two take it, one gives it, etc. In any one of those mixtures, it's it's valid. All right. So the reason the Torah mixed the plural and the singular was not to invalidate members of the group, include extra members of the group, but simply to tell me that there is no numeric definition for the people involved. It could be one, it could be two. Now, parenthetically. But later on it says, Viza Tahor What's this? Tahor Michlal Shutame. The Tahor one will put the sprinkle the water on the Tame. This one was called a Tahor. You don't need to say Tahor. Just say Viza Tame. And I know that a Tame person can't. Why are you even calling a Tahor? 
That teaches me that Tul Yom was not allowed to do other things, is allowed, like eating Truma, is allowed to participate in the Para. That's the Limut that they used against us. Now, separate question. This goes back to something we discussed earlier. Oral Mahubamas and an RL eat Master Shane. After all, if you recall a few pages earlier, we noted that the uh, that the Yisra of eating a Korban Pesach, although we learned from Maser, and then we applied that to Pesach. So, so can we now inverse the direction, learn from Pesach, and Oral County Pesach that we know, Maser, Maybe we can only for the stringent one from the lenient one, Masa, which is lenient. We can't do, do when you're an Avel, certainly Pesach. We can't. We can't learn the lenient one from the serious one. We're serious, and that's why. So what did Rav Sheshit say? We have a famous Mishnah in the second paragraph. It says, These are things that Truma and Bikorim have in common. Which is that if you eat the mezid and you're not a kohen, you have to pay the kohen with the capital plus a fifth. Basurin the zorim, good. Non kohen's not allowed to eat them. In nichse kohen, they belong to the kohen. He wants. Belin beacharumea. If they fell into something else, there has to be a hundred as much of the thing in order to fatal it. To unin rechitz yadaim, you cannot eat them. Eat them without proper kiddush yadaim. Veherev shemesh. If you tell me, you have to wait until night, nightfall after one of them to eat them. These are things that are shared by Shumi Korim that are not true by Master Shani. Master Shani can eat Mayan Kohanim, etc. Now, if you eat them, if it were true that an RL is allowed to eat Maser, Nitni, RL, Asr, Bahem, Mashen, Kim, Maser. It should have listed also RL as being something that is unique to Shumi Korim and not to Maser. But that means that Maser and RL can't eat Maser. Now, Tana Vashir, the answer is no, the Tana did not give an exclusive, exhaustive list. He left something out. My Shir, Dahai Shir, this is the general rule. Whenever we say Tana Vashir, we have to say that he's left other things out of the list. You can't just say he left one thing out of the list because he wouldn't do that, it's misleading. To say that he just didn't give an exhaustive list, we have to prove that he left at least one other thing. What else did he leave out? Shir, the Katani Seifa, the next Mishnah he left something out. So the next Mishnah is take a look at Bikuri, Mishnah, Eric Bet, Mishnah, Aleph Bet, Gimel. Are all kind of one piece. The next Mishnah says these are things that Masa and Bikurim have in common that are not true about Truma. Masa and Bikurim to Unin have Makom if they brought to Shalayim. And in Vidui, there's a certain reading to be done when you meet them. Part of the process. Masa la Onain, you're not allowed to eat an Onain. Rabbi Shimon Mati, Rabbi Shimon says Bikurim are allowed to an Onain. Achayavin Babir, there's a certain Nalacha Bir. Bikurim and Maser, Rishon Poteri says it doesn't apply to Bikurim. Vilo Aser Levayer Mehen Betuma, but one other thing was not mentioned is that you're not allowed to burn them. Maser and Bikurim, if they become Tomei, you're not allowed to burn them. Whereas you are allowed to burn Truma that became. Vaochlam Betumat Atzman Loke, and also if you eat them when they're Tomei, you're you're not Tomei. Who ate Bikurim that are Tomei or Maser that's Tomei? You get Makot, which is not true for Truma. Uh, and the, the, the Tana left that out. So you see that the Tana was not giving exhaustive lists in that parak. 
right? Alma Tana Vashir. So we see that the Tana left something out, so therefore he also left RL out, and RL really is unique to Truma Bikurim, and RL is Mutter according to this, um, and, uh, and its omission from the list does not tell us uh, that it is uh, included in, that Maser is also affected by our list. So, everyone should have a wonderful day. We will continue Mirza Hashem from the top of the Ombud in the next podcast.